guess what time it is, bitches? Brainwash Radio. I know you be loving that shit all up in your face, slapping your pussy around. Don't be lying. I know you're doing it now. Oh shit! Damn, she fucking oh dang, her fucking stuff is swollen. Damn, look how juicy that shit is. Oh dang, there goes the squirt. Oh dang, dang, look at that squirt. Oh, look at that squirt. Oh, fucking squirt. Let's let's go ahead and play some squirters for a minute. We're in the six o'clock hour. Yeah, baby. We're gonna play some squirting, motherfuckers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get some squirt on. We'll play some of this in then before then. So right when you hear the squirting, you know, you know, you know where it's at. Hold on, 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 hold on a minute. Let me check something out real quick. I think I think we're gonna play some broadcast, some live broadcast. Let's see, let's see. Uh, Chinese. Yeah, this is the six o'clock hour. We're gonna play some Jew join of some uh squirting, but. Let's see. Let me see real quick. We got a uh, we got a ghetto bird over there. You can hear it right now. Check it out. See that that uh that flew by. So uh, let's check this out. Check it out. Check it out. Guys, check this out. I just got a check from my insurance company for $150,000. I didn't think I was going to... Taiwan's president herself, Tsai Ing-wen, comes to rally the troops. Taiwan has good reason to worry, facing its giant neighbor across a narrow strait of water. This year, Chinese warplanes have flown close to Taiwan over and over again, probing, prodding, until Taiwanese fighters intercept. And out at sea, Chinese warships add to the sense of constant threat. Taiwan has lived with that threat for more than 70 years, but now it's rising to a new level and the world needs to pay attention. Under President Xi Jinping, China has been flexing its muscles more and more openly. Not just on occasions like its 70th anniversary parade. This year, in one of the most remote places in the world, China's mountainous border zone with India, out of the blue, a sudden escalation in tensions between Chinese and Indian troops left dozens of people dead. China's defense ministry published videos of its forces training in Tibet. The message seeming to be, we're ready for anything. Relations with the United States have soured to the brink of a new Cold War. 
with Donald Trump and Xi Jinping at loggerheads over a huge range of issues. Within its own borders to the northwest, China has ignored international condemnation of re-education camps, part of a sweeping crackdown on its Uyghur minority. And in Hong Kong, since a wave of protests began last year, China moved more and more aggressively to assert direct control of this former British colony. And this summer, the arrests of prominent regime critics began after a new national security law stripped away many of Hong Kong's freedoms. This crackdown in Hong Kong is what's most chilling of all for Taiwan. China sees the self- Guess what time it is, bitches! Brainwash Radio. I'll be dripping all over your butthole, baby. Baby! Baby! That just pulled right out! Dripping all over your butthole! Woo! Dripping all over your butthole! You're in the brain, baby. Don't even lie about it. Just tell your friends, damn, this got funny as fuck. Whoa! It should be worth $111 million. Let's do it, Brain Arch Radio.
We appreciate our area's cultures and holidays because it's not just what we celebrate, but how. Sharing incredible food with people who love it as much as we do. This week for Easter, Cook's Shank Portion Ham is only 88 cents a pound. And Cook's Hickory Smoke Spiral Sliced Half Ham is just $1.45 a pound. Plus, Driscoll's Strawberries are $1.99 each, limit two. Delicious with an angel food cake ring. Lucky and Lucky California, the golden state of eating. Okay, here's something cool so you might want to keep listening. If you click the banner on your screen, you'll get a free month of Pandora music without any ads. That's all your favorite music with zero interruptions. At the end of your free trial, you can either cancel or keep listening without ads for just five bucks a month. One of the best deals out there for ad-free music streaming. Ready to try it? Click now for your free one-month trial. Once I ran to you 
Self-governing democratic island off its southeastern coast has a province of its own, a place that must be brought under its control too. And here's the thing, China says that it reserves the right to take Taiwan by force. In a speech just last year, President Xi Jinping framed the threat like this. No wonder people in Taiwan are increasingly worried. I think China is in the mode of expansion, uh, trying to expand outward. The threat is very real, and therefore, uh, Taiwan's preparation is also very serious. What is unfolding in Hong Kong right now, I think, uh, gave us a hard lesson that we really need to do better to safeguard our democracy. From 2020 to 2030 is the most dangerous time in the earth, in my opinion, for a conflict with China over these disputed territories. And as we'll see, it's far from certain that Taiwan would get any help if China did mount an attack. So in this video, we're going to ask what could actually happen. We're going to examine three possible scenarios guided by experts who've been studying the risks for years. Ranging from China chipping away at Taiwan's defenses to a murky annexation of an outlying island, Crimea style. And in the final and most dangerous scenario, an all-out invasion. Something that could not only be a disaster for Taiwan, but bring China and the US to the brink of a war that would change the world. Everything that, that happens in this scenario happens under the shadow of a potential nuclear war, because that's what this could lead to. Some of what we're going to see and hear is genuinely frightening. But if this year has taught us anything, it's that nightmare scenarios can happen. And it's better to be prepared. Europeans need to start planning for this contingency um, and need to think through what their actions could look like. Before we get into those scenarios, we're going to deal with two important questions. Why does China want to take over Taiwan? And first of all, what is Taiwan? Now, it sounds like a really basic question, but this is no ordinary place. There's nowhere like it anywhere in the world. The story takes us back to 1949, when the island was known as Formosa. In the heart 
heart of the China Sea is Formosa, once the home of Asiatic pirates and headhunters. It is a hot, mountainous, leaf-shaped island about the size of Massachusetts and Connecticut combined. It was the aftermath of the Second World War, and Mao Zedong's communists had won victory in China's civil war, a conflict that had dragged on for more than two decades. The defeated nationalists led by Chiang Kai-shek found refuge on Taiwan, where they planned to regroup and mount a fight back. From Formosa, Chiang hopes to launch the attack that will drive out the communists. Chiang's side was supported by the United States, but that dream of reconquering China turned out to be a fantasy. Instead, with the Cold War came a kind of stalemate. All along, both Chiang and Mao insisted that there was only one China, and that they were the rightful ruler of it. Chiang was a fervent anti-communist, but he was no Democrat. He ruled Taiwan as a military dictatorship right up until his death in 1975. It was only under this man, Li Tonghui, that Taiwan began moving towards democracy. Right, Li Tonghui is uh, being described by the international community and also viewed a lot uh, here in Taiwan as the father of Taiwan's modern-day democracy. And why is that? He is the key person who really kicked off a step-by-step -step democratization from the early 90s up until the 1996 when he held the first uh, democratic presidential election in Taiwan's history. And of course, he won that election by a very comfortable margin and he just... Uh, went on to further consolidate all the democratic institutions here in Taiwan. These reforms were a historic turning point for Taiwan. California homeowners, if you are sick of paying too much money for electric bills and you have a mirror that looks like this in your home, you can get paid today to switch to solar at no cost to you. It costs literally Ever since, Taiwan has made huge economic strides and flourished into an open, even raucous democratic society of almost 24 million people. 
And how to deal with China has been one of the major battlegrounds of Taiwanese democratic politics. From 2008 to 2016, former President Ma Ying-jeou pursued a policy of trying to improve relations with China. Economic ties grew stronger, but eventually there was a backlash. Student protests called the Sunflower Movement sprang up in 2014, accusing Ma of going too far with a major Chinese trade agreement. People feared it would make Taiwan too dependent on Beijing. And in the election two years later, Tsai Ing-wen of the opposition DPP party swept to office. She became Taiwan's first female leader on a platform that was far more critical of China and confidently asserting Taiwan's distinct identity. Joseph Wu serves as foreign minister in Tsai Ing-wen's government. He spoke to DW in Taipei. You understand that Taiwan is not run by China. Uh, we elect our own government. Uh, our president is democratically, democratically elected. Our parliament is also democratically elected. Uh, we have Ministry of Foreign Affairs uh, that engages uh, with the international community. So Taiwan is not run by China. Taiwan is not part of the PRC. And that is the fact. That doesn't go down at all well in Beijing. We spoke to expert Wang Hu Yao there, who runs a think tank that's close to the government. They are really uh, seeking more uh, 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 separation from China. You know, there's a lot of uh, lot of uh, uh, things that uh, the current administration is doing that uh, really are not good for the for the cost-trade relations. But public opinion in Taiwan seems to be moving in size direction. More and more people are identifying not according to Chinese roots, but as Taiwanese. Uh, in May 2020, uh, the Pew Research Center did a survey among Taiwanese people, and the number and the percentage of Taiwanese people identifying themselves as Taiwanese just, again, rose to the historic high, while the number of uh, people identifying themselves as Chinese continue to uh, just decline. And I think that, again, just reflects the uh, growing generational uh, difference between the younger generation, which considers the importance of uh, maintaining their Taiwanese identity versus the older generation, which still feels like a big part of their life, has a very deep connection uh, uh, to China. Meanwhile, Taiwan's successes have continued to add up. Just one example, its high-tech economy is home to TSMC, the world's most advanced silicon chip maker, one now driving a huge proportion of the world's smartphones. In the coronavirus pandemic, Taiwan's effective response has become the envy of the world. This brilliant monocular telescope is taking the world by storm. It lets you see everything from miles away and shoot stunning HD pictures with your phone for a and its society has opened up in striking ways, even becoming the first place in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage in 2019. You would think that for other liberal democracies like here in the West, Taiwan would be a natural friend and ally. Well, think again. Only 15 countries in the world recognize Taiwan as a sovereign state. Most of them are tiny. The rest long ago switched recognition to China. 
Even in Europe, home of proud democracies, Britain switched recognition to China way back in 1950. France did the same in 1964, and Germany followed suit in 1972. In fact, the only country in Europe that has full diplomatic relations with Taiwan is the Vatican. Population, 825. Because if we think about Taiwan as a place and what kind of place it is, then you know, it is a vibrant democracy, um, it is a tech superpower. Janke Ertl is a China expert at the ECFR think tank in Berlin. Um, it is a country that is just playing a, a role in the global system or could play a role in the global system that would be quite substantial and very close to where Europe's at in a lot of the conversations. And so it is quite surprising in a way that our relations are not as close as they could be. But any attempts by European countries to strengthen ties with Taipei soon meet with powerful pushback from China. During a recent visit to Taiwan by a group of lawmakers from the Czech Republic, China's foreign minister threatened that the delegation's leader would pay a heavy price. Likewise, China's influence means Taiwan is frozen out of key international bodies, including the United Nations. The same goes for the World Health Organization, which has been especially frustrating for Taiwan during the coronavirus pandemic. The Chinese government was able to mobilize its uh, allies uh, in the international organization to block Taiwan's participation. Uh, no matter how many like-minded countries there are in helping Taiwan, uh, we think that the uh, you know, boycott or exclusion of Taiwan people from participating in these international organizations is not fair to the Taiwanese people. Taiwan's diplomatic isolation deepened profoundly in 1979. U.S. President Jimmy Carter welcomed Deng Xiaoping. I'm not satisfied with the outcomes of many of the things that we do right now. We certainly cure more people and have people living longer today, but we still have a long ways to go. And all that sort of comes together. Really dangerous, right? Well... Not so fast, because the U.S. military, I am sorry to report, has fallen prey to invading armies of PC wokesters, human resources, PowerPoint jockeys, and identity politics radicals. So, Well, while the attention of the public this month has been focused on horrific floods, sex acts in the parliament, and the COVID vaccine rollout, China has not let up in its persecution of Australia, trade, and now its allies. The latest is that Beijing has now extended its 218% tariff on Australian wine, while they've begun a vocal campaign against the way we treat Aborigines and illegal immigrants. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has also joined our condemnation of China's abuse of the Uyghur minority and has joined with the EU to hit China with sanctions. And as we know, US President Joe Biden has hit out too as strongly, as a matter of fact, against China for flouting international trade and human rights laws. It is game on between the West and Beijing right now. So with all of that in mind, with the development that we've seen just in the last two weeks, is it not time for Australia to reconsider its laws permitting Chinese interests to purchase Australian property? 
I'd argue there has never been a more appropriate time to pause Chinese attempts to own or even lease Australian assets, including any more agricultural land. A few days ago, it was an argument waged in the parliament by One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts. He joins me now from our Brisbane studio. Senator Roberts, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, and thank you for having me, Chris. I'm glad good to see you. you. Uh, good to see you too. I'm glad you raised this. Our official attitude towards China, without a doubt, has changed dramatically just in the past six months. I would have thought that's a good enough reason to reassess what we sell to Chinese interests. Definitely. Uh, also, all foreign interests. Chris, it's, Australians are tired of having our ownership of assets and essential services in the hands of foreigners. We need control back in Australian hands. But China in particular, now if we look at China, it's acting like a bully. And a bully usually picks on the weakest in the area. And what we've shown in our governance under both Liberal and Labor uh, over the last 20 years is weakness. Because we've trashed our values, we've undermined our values, we've ceded our sovereignty to the United Nations on so many policies, and we've made it easy for foreigners to get control of our assets, our essential services. That's not on. We need to stand up and, and we need to show the Chinese that we are not pushovers. We need to show them that we are governing our country. I couldn't agree more. You raised these issues in a Senate Economics Committee during the week. I want to play part of it. This is when you were asking questions of various bureaucrats and also the Finance Minister, Simon Birmingham. Is it not time to consider stopping sales of Australian assets to overseas interests? Many countries do not allow foreign ownership of their land. Investment in Australia is fine and may include long-term leases, but we need to sell, start selling off our country. Is there any, any consideration being given? In just a moment, you'll discover the ticker symbol that's set to be the hottest investment of 2021. Political leaders in Australia have warned there is a credible threat that tensions with China could lead to a deadly war. The world has been crippled by coronavirus, which was first identified in Wuhan and sent countries into a grinding economic halt. As America attempts to beat COVID-19 for good and spends trillions supporting its citizens, the next threat is growing in the background, China. In this special report, Sky News explores the terrifying threat of conflict with China, democracy's attempt to hinder the communist titan, and the worries over the capacity of President Joe Biden to prevent Beijing from achieving its plan for world leadership and the takeover of Taiwan. The head of the US Indo-Pacific Command, Admiral Philip Davidson, told the US Senate Brainwash Radio. Armed Services Committee in March, ahead of a meeting between the leaders of the United States, Australia, India and Japan, that America and its partners were in danger of losing the arms race against China. Admiral Davidson said he felt at a disadvantage in the Indo-Pacific right now and warned there was an imbalance of US forces in the region when it comes to China. In his statement, which caused serious concern across the globe, Admiral Davidson said Beijing wants to take Washington's leadership role by 2050 and invade Taiwan within six years. Let me focus my remarks on the greatest long-term strategic threat to security in the 21st century, China. 
In stark contrast to our free and open vision, the Communist Party of China promotes a closed and an authoritarian system through internal oppression and external aggression. China's pernicious approach to the region includes a whole party effort to coerce, corrupt, and co-opt governments, businesses, organizations, and the people of the Indo-Pacific. As China continues to increase the size of the People's Liberation Army and advance their own joint capabilities, the military balance in the Indo-Pacific is becoming more unfavorable for the United States and our allies. And with this imbalance, we are accumulating risk that may embolden China to unilaterally change the status quo before our forces may be able to deliver an effective response. In combination with everything that you just cited, Hong Kong, Xinjiang, and Tibet, and the line of actual control in the South China Sea and the East China Sea, I worry that they're accelerating their ambitions um, to be to supplant the United States um, and our leadership role in the rules-based international order, which they've long said that they want to do that by 2050. I'm worried about them moving that target closer. Taiwan is clearly um, one of their ambitions before that, and I think the threat is manifest during this decade. In fact, in the next six years. In the next six years, ladies and gentlemen, see, we are. In a place where we have realized that, uh, yeah, shit going down. I've seen the Russian planes. Yep. Yep, I've seen the visions. Yep. The Russian planes. Big, huge motherfuckers. And then they drop down their, their troops and... Rat-a-tat-tat, 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 rat-a-tat-tat. I don't know where that shit's going down at, but dang, all I know is by a coastline. Real close by a coastline. That, that's what I saw in my vision. Damn. 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 Russian bombs, motherfuckers. Blasted. Killing civilians like it's no big deal. No biggie. Rice patties everywhere and shit. Talking about. Ah, rah, motherfucker. Oh, 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 oh. Damn. I just bashed my guitar. Walking by. I gotta be all quiet and shit. Bash my guitar. Damn. Uh, anyways, we better get some tunes on. Because, you know, it's kind of crazy, chaotic out there. And then. Everybody's driving around in the in the Corona land. Damn. Corona land. Hey, what's up? We're in the Corona land. Na, 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 na. Two-thirds of the universe is going bye-bye on our planet anyway. And nobody gives a rat's ball sack until it's too late. And then... I don't know what happens after that, but dirty, dirty. China wants to take Taiwan. You know how it is. Had to, had to poop in my pants. Shit. I remember them days. Anyways, we gotta get back into the groove. The jam owns. We on the brain, remember? We got that 6 a.m. going on. Oh, I farted in my mouth. Damn. 
6 a.m. Follies. Let's find some comedy. How about that? Comedy. Let's find some comedy. Find some comedy. We'll find some comedy for your butthole. We'll find some comedy. We'll find some comedy. We'll find some comedy for your butthole. What kind of comedy? What kind of comedy? What kind of comedy? For your butthole. You gotta get your butthole. I don't know if this is. We'll just hit stuck on an elevator. Check it out.
guys driving to work or getting ready on that trip hopefully you'll be jamming to this track with it check it out I'm gonna do it my way. I'm taking the ride with my best friend. I hope he never lets me down again. Oh yeah. Yeah.
You know, I hope you guys are enjoying your spring. I wouldn't say I hope you guys are enjoying your spring break because technically we've been having a break since fucking what? March of 2020? Seriously, ladies and gentlemen. We're just kicking it in our cave. Our forest of caves. That's what they are. They're our caves. We be dwell there. We just dwelling. Just dwelling in our cave, hanging out. Hanging out in our bunkers. Hanging out in our homes. You know, that's our cave. You know, that's where we hang out. Get some chill. Stay away from all the crazy people out there doing their job. You know what I'm saying? They're just doing their job. Yeah, right. You're doing your job, all right. Trying to make money. And if you don't make money, you get kicked out of that shit. You make a lot of money, so you got to do some shady-ass shit. I know. You be shady, and it's cool, though. Listen to some fucking real shit. Information Society, baby. Or is this OMD? Let me check. Let me check. Let me check what this is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, cause and effect. My bad, my bad. Cause and effect. You think you know.
want to keep listening if you click the banner on your screen you'll get a free month of pandora music without any ads that's all your favorite music with zero interruptions at the end of your free trial you can either cancel or keep listening without ads for just five bucks a month one of the best deals out there for ad-free music streaming ready to try it click now for your free one month trial
Well, I'm not into religiosity. I'm I'm more of down to earth, real flesh and blood and bone, hair and teeth. Nothing is fake on me. Hollywood is fake. I'm in the Midwest. I see people hungry. I see people, you know, wanting to latch on to Hollywood people so that they can, you know, get money like they're doing to Manson and all this shit. I think Hollywood is fucking bullshit. And I think all of those stars are bullshit because now I didn't give a fucking thank you from anybody. When I saw their numbers raised like in a jolt after I started playing them. Well, I'm not into religiosity. I'm I'm more of down-to-earth, real flesh and blood and bone, hair and teeth. Nothing is fake on me. Hollywood is fake. I'm in the Midwest. I see people hungry. I see people, you know, wanting to latch on to Hollywood people so that they can, you know, get money like they're doing to Manson and all this shit. I think Hollywood is fucking bullshit. And I think all of those stars are bullshit because now I didn't give a fucking thank you from anybody. When I saw their numbers raised like in a jolt after I started playing them and Lindemann started going on my page. I didn't get a fucking thank you for any of these artists. Nothing. And they're all snooping on my page. Well, I'm going to play this song. It's called T.I. You Don't Know Me. Meaning, where were you then, motherfucker? You ain't around now. And Mr. Neutral, Peace Lover and everything, maybe we can't be friends. I'm a little too intense for you. Some orchestra maneuvers in Z-Dark. I hope you love that. I know I did. Damn, where we at? Damn! We about to jam! But right now we ain't about to jam. We about to go to some break real quick. We'll be back into the next hour. 7 a.m. Yeah, baby, on the brain. <laughs> 